Hey, Tess. Hey, Eric. It's official. It's official. We're recording live from C4, the Comic-Con event of the Charles County area. It is at Waldorf West Branch Library in Charles County, Southern Maryland. How are you feeling today, Miss Tess? I'm feeling awesome. Yeah? Hey, what's the name of this podcast? It's called Same Team, y'all. Do you remember your catchphrase? And I said, I absolutely love your catchphrase, Tess. And I was like, and then he was like. (laughs) One of these days, I'm going to understand why there's so many pancakes in my wife's underwear. I wanted to tell you, Tess, yeah. that, that you know how you throw you under the bus with yes, the intro? Yes, always. They, <laughs> that you could have done the same to me, you know? I should have given you that oh, option. Yeah. Like, like, you come up with a random thing to say to me that I have to, like, be like, oh, okay. Okay, let me figure that out. But I forgot to tell you, you know? So. Whenever you ask me what my catchphrase is, um, since we're at C4, we could talk about, like, geeky stuff. Yeah. Um, I always think of in the Guardians of the Galaxy comic book series, series um, the Guardians are uh, looking, they were like, we should have a catchphrase. And Rocket says, blam, murdered you. <laughs> and Star-Lord is like, let's workshop that. <laughs> Whenever you're like, what's your catchphrase? I secretly want to say, blam, murdered you. Blam, you got murdered, son. That's not really on brand for you and me, though. No, it's ours very is like, on brand for Rocket. Blam, I respect you as a person. It's <laughs> a great catchphrase. Blam, you are loved no matter what you do. <laughs> Doing well. Thank you. Blam. What's another one? There's so much exciting stuff happening at C4. I'm getting a little distracted. So, you know, before we get too deep into it, you guys probably have noticed there's extra noises happening today. Um, Like we said, C4 uh, stands for the Charles County Comic Con. It's held at another library. Our friend Bill invited us to come by. We've got a booth here. Uh, We've met a lot of really nice people, Um, but you're going to hear a lot of noises around us because there's uh, like trivia going on and a lot of people walking by in costumes and and all kinds of exciting things happening right now. Very exciting things. I'll try to concentrate. I'm going to concentrate on the podcast. It's going to, if you guys hear us talking to other people from time to time, it's just people walking up and asking like what we're up to. Um, It's hard to record because normally it's just you and I and we're staring at each other intently. (laughs) Like laser beams from our <laughs> eyes, and now there's like all kinds of stuff going on, you know? It's okay. But Eric, um, I'm really stoked to hear the inspirational uh, quote that uh, you've picked out for okay. this week. So now, guys, um, th- it's my quote this time. Now, this is a special quote. Do you want to know why? Ooh, I do want to know why. I, I'm going to preface this a little bit. So, uh, listeners, um, oh, real quick, in case we do have any new listeners. Same team, y'all. This is a podcast where two librarian best friends talk about stuff we love, uh, tales from the library, and life lessons that we learned along the way. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if we have any legacy listeners, thank you as well. As always. Yeah. Uh, actually, before we get into the quote, we should also mention that we are, we've got this big bowl here that we've been collecting thoughts of uh, loving and kindness that people have just been writing down whatever they want to uh, encourage the people in their lives or people that they don't know. Like I've definitely sent <laughs> some loving kindness thoughts to my good friend Michael Phelps, because oh. I just want to make sure he's doing okay. Yes. And so we're collecting them right now. And listeners, listen to this. Ooh, there's lots of loving well, kindness. There's a in lot that of bowl. loving kindness going on in that bowl. So uh, yeah. that's another thing that we've got going on. But uh, um, so anyway, this quote that I've got was mm-hmm. actually remember how I mentioned in the last episode that I went to a silent retreat. Yes. Um, and I mentioned that at the at the end of each day, they also had like a lecture or dharma talk that they called well they recorded them so that later we can listen to them and i've got a portion of this talk that i uh that i'm gonna play for you guys now so just just (laughs) so to set up context um this is a quote from uh jonathan faust he's one of the teachers at the uh, imcw insight meditation community group of the washington dc area that sponsored my silent retreat and he's talking about 
how uh, sometimes we can become so distracted that we don't even know like what we are actually doing at any one moment. So I'm going to play this for you right now. I am uh, filled with uh, awe and inspiration at what I've kind of beheld in uh, this sort of esteemed role I get to play in our shared experience here, just to be part of the circles and be witness to um, so many amazing experiences. Such honesty, such uh, wisdom and compassion, and so much that we've discovered together. I'm truly honored. I thought maybe in the name of uh, this sort of honesty and self-revelation, I might start off and read a few more of those confessional tweets just to... <laughs> There's so these wonderful snippets of just honesty. They're quite wonderful. Um, sandwich shop cashier. What's your name? Me. Oh, um, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Ca cashier, it's for the sandwich. <laughs> pulled into a gas station and was on the wrong side of the pump for my gas cap. And drove around to the other side and did it again. <laughs> drove away. <laughs> now I can't go back. <laughs> Bought preparation H for under eye bags. Told the clerk. told the clerk she didn't need to bag it because I was going to use it in the car. <laughs> and, and this one's my personal favorite. On a trip, saw some baby horses. Could not think of the word foal. Finally shouted, horse kittens. <laughs> Wife understood. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Those are great. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, explain to me what a confessional tweet is. <laughs> oh, oh. It's it's just I think it's just Jonathan was taking he was looking through Twitter and finding like tweets of when people are just confessing things that they've done, you know, gotcha, like you know okay. and yeah. And uh, nothing we did, like, at the retreat. But I, I picked it just because it's, one, it shows, like, we can all, if you get caught up in your own mind, we can all end up doing some pretty ridiculous things without realizing yes. it, you know? Um, and also, it's okay, too, yeah. right? I think the reason he picks it is, like, people are mentioning, like, things they've done that is really silly or embarrassing, like yelling horse kittens, <laughs> like, on a train in front of a bunch of people. But... It's okay, right? You can't find the word, or you're distracted or something, and you just got a little messed up, you know? I so. absolutely love that. I think, Eric, that you and I should adopt confessional tweets and tweet them out on our Twitter That's feed. That's not a bad idea. What's the idea? Is it kind of like hashtag Fat Story Friday? Kind where it's of. like, we're, it's okay, That's right? right. Like, yeah. we're, we already, uh, by the way, if you do want to follow us on Twitter, yeah. it's at same team, y'all. We realize that social media can can be an unpleasant place for a lot of folks but not on our twitter feed we're always posting positivity and uh and one thing that we like to post is on fridays we usually post uh fat stories which are, <laughs> which are really just eric and i embracing our fatness it, it's it's okay it's okay to eat pizza it, in front of a gym it is <laughs> it, yeah <laughs> It is okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know? yeah, love yeah. yourself. Love, Just love yourself. I also picked that one too. I love it too because 
I don't know if you know this, but on a silent retreat, if you're going to make jokes, you've got an audience primed. <laughs> I I could hear some really great laughter in there, and I was laughing, too. It, it, it was fun. After a day of silence, like, we'll laugh at anything. <laughs> but we were, like, the perfect audience for Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan. He has um, a great soothing voice, too. Another thing, too, is if you notice, like, that beginning part before he gets to the tweets. Yeah. Like, the, 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 the pace that we're moving at now. And the pace that everyone's moving at in this library yes. is different from the pace that he was moving at the beginning. And that's yes. like, like I, I even had a moment where I was like, that's a long pause. But when you're on the like the retreat and you're doing like that settling <laughs> process, which I mentioned in our last podcast, like everything slows down, <laughs> like everything slows. And um, I anyway. appreciate that, though. I Brett can tell you, my beloved husband, Brett can tell you that one of my biggest complaints in life is like whenever we're somewhere where something happening is very high energy mm-hmm. like it's really hard for me to hang out with our little nephews because they're super high energy yeah. and it's just it gets overwhelming for me i'm a very low energy person <laughs> i think too is like energy can be like infectious yeah not that all high energy is bad but a lot of times like for example i think of it a lot when i'm at work if i'm with a patron and not necessarily if they have a complaint but anytime Yay! Someone got a shirt. Um, not not only if they have a complaint, but just any interaction. Usually, you want that energy to be lower. Yeah. You know what I mean. I mean, there's exceptions to that. And one thing I was I've been telling myself and like my staff, like if you think of this, like when you're walking across the library, like you need to get somewhere to get something from the copy or something. Mm-hmm. Just think about like your steps and just move it like one half step slower. That's all you need to do, and then it just kind of like brings you back to. Oh, I'm a human moving through a space filled with other humans, as opposed to it's me getting a copy. I need to get that thing. And there's people in my way. Yeah, Yeah. it's really easy to do that, you know, so. I love that. Uh, It's been exactly one fortnight since we last recorded. (laughs) Well, since when this will post. We're back. We're back on the schedule. Do you, and we're going to stay on the schedule. I promise. I promise. Do you have some loves? I, of course I do. Okay. Okay. Let's see this. Let's see this love. This is the stuff that we love. We love! Love it so much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's bringing our stuffs first? Um. How about I'll go first? Okay, that's a good idea. I'll go first. We were talking about social media yeah. oh. and how social media can be. A negative place to hang out. Well, we were discussing this in the car on the yeah. way here, weren't we? Yeah, depending yeah. on how well you curate your social media presence, you you may become trapped in an echo chamber of of complaining and downgrading, and um, or you could be trapped in a a, a beautiful place of dog pictures and. <laughs> And um, inspirational I, memes. I love the idea of being trapped in a beautiful... Like, I'm trapped, and this is gorgeous. I love all these donuts everywhere. And look, there's some adorable kids hugging their parents. This is really nice. That's a place I want to be trapped in. That sounds yeah. nice. So, uh, uh, you you got to curate your social media presence. And I feel like... I feel like we've done a pretty good job of that. Because I've been going on Twitter recently. And I've been getting a lot of updates about Star Wars... There's okay. so much happening in the Star Wars like universe. Fill right me now. in. I I dip my toes in and then I dip back out. Okay. That's what I do with social media. Well, I jump you know, in and I jump out. You know that there's been a trailer released for the next Star Wars movie called The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Yeah. I've seen and it. And you've seen it. No, and are beautiful. you are you excited? I am I would say now that we are past endgame. Yes. And oh, not, okay. Not You're- yeah, a lot of your thoughts were focused on my, that. Yeah, yeah, my mind was focused on the game. Now that we're past Endgame... And you can see past the board now. <laughs> I think Rise of Skywalker is like the next thing that I'm very excited about. I uh, I think it looks amazing. Yeah. You and I shared uh, a theory just uh, uh, recently about the trailer. If you haven't seen it, you could just go on YouTube real quick and look it up. This yeah. Maybe I'll tweet it out for oh, everybody. Here's a tip, though. When you search for um, Star Wars uh, Rise of skywalker trailer make sure that the thing you click on doesn't say star wars uh skywalker rises reactions oh yes yeah you want to probably avoid those although some of the reactions are really good and 
I, I'll, I'll, uh, but you watch it for yourself. Yeah. Just to get what your own reaction is. And then if you want, you can watch you, other people's reactions. You can watch it and then watch yourself in the mirror and you can see your own reaction. There, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a really great reaction. I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet out the trailer so you all can watch it. And then I'll tweet out this one reaction that I saw. This, this gentleman has a very emotional reaction to the trailer. Is this the stuff you're loving? Oh. It's not a stuff. Oh. Well, it's part. It's okay. part of the stuff I'm loving because the stuff that I'm loving is the reactions to the things happening in the Star Wars universe, like mm-hmm. like what people are posting about it. Because I've been seeing just because I've carefully curated my social media presence, some very exciting stuff. And uh, there's one gentleman who just has he he's just weeping as he That's watches awesome. it. And I I I thought of you. Every once in a while, I have these out of body experiences where I I'm, I'm experiencing something, but I'm also thinking. Eric's really going to like this when yeah. I tell him about it. So I'm going to tweet that link out too. So you can just watch along with this gentleman who is so, just so excited to watch this trailer. Like he's, he's just, he's just immersed in it. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Anyways, I'm loving when people are sharing their theories. Mm-hmm. One of our theories is that at the beginning of that trailer, yeah. Ray is like leaping over a TIE fighter that's speeding towards her. And you and I had the, had the theory that perhaps Kylo is in that yes. in that Tie Fighter, and maybe they're doing some sort of training yeah. exercise because they're actually like working together in this movie. I, I think my exact words was that Ray jumps up into it, <laughs> slaps him some high fives, and they fly off together, <laughs> like save the universe into possibly a binary sunset. Who knows? Another thing that uh, a lot of people have been tweeting their yeah. their thoughts and feelings about is, I don't know if you know this, Eric, uh, a new part of Disneyland has opened. I have heard about this. It's called yeah. Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been... Just like, like open like within the month? Or like within, within the week? Like the past week Open like right so. now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and um, a lot of people... Have gotten to go, oh. and they've. You um, did you get to go? I didn't get to go, sadly. <laughs> um, I would love to go one day, and one day hopefully I will. One day we'll do a live podcast. From... <laughs> you know what's so funny? My jokes have become so old. You now beat me to my own jokes. <laughs> one day we'll do a live podcast in Batu. I think yeah. it's called Batu, or maybe Batu. That is like the the planet that you apparently go into when you enter Galaxy's Edge. And supposedly, Eric, everything that happens in this land is canon to the Star Wars universe. No. Yes. Like, the land is canon, and you are experiencing it, like, in real time. And um, there are characters that you get to interact with, much like in other parts of the Disney parks, you can interact with characters. Kylo Ren is there. And uh, according to some of the posts I've read, he's um, inviting children to join him on the dark side. Yes. And if they tell him, no, thank you, he says, very well, maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just love that. Well, that's great. Too. Like, <sighs> He's matured a little from the like temper tantrum he throw. He when, doesn't murder, he doesn't murder the younglings. That's no, really good. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He, um, Ray is there. You can interact with Ray. She... Um, She's recruiting people for the resistance, obviously. Uh, Chewie, I guess, is walking around. And you know who else is there, Eric? Vi Marathi. Does that name ring any bells Vi Marathi. It sounds remember, familiar, but I don't Do you remember when picture. we read the book Phasma? Yes. Do you remember that Vi Marathi is the main character of Phasma, uh, the spy? Yeah, she was a great character. She is a character that you can interact with. She is canon, and she's hanging out in Batu. Oh, she's boy. apparently she's on a lot of special missions, so a lot of people have not gotten a chance to interact with her that I've been following on Twitter. But people are posting pictures of the food that you can Galaxy's eat there. Edge. Galaxy's Edge, and um, I guess there's like an experience where you get to go on the Millennium Falcon, and you can be a pilot, or you can be a. You gunner. get to punch it. <laughs> Punch it, Chewy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Great it, shot. It Don't just, get cocky. It looks so much fun. And um, this is a, we talked about this in our last episode, how it's really nice when you can feel happy for other people. Yes. Because, like, I think there's probably a part of me, like, deep down in my subconscious that's like, I wish I could go meet Chewy. Sure. Uh, why don't I get to go to Galaxy's Edge? But you know what? I get to do lots of other cool things. And... 
maybe one day I'll get to go there, but I am just super happy for all the people who are there and they're having a good time. That is so great. I, I knew that it was opening. I didn't realize it had opened until you yeah. said something. And I'm just so happy that it, it sounds like people are really enjoying people it. People are having now, a great now, time. You probably know more than I do. So Galaxy's Edge is essentially like a fifth kingdom. Uh no, see, it's in Disneyland. And, oh, in California. Um, in California. Oh, okay, okay. And I think they do lands there. Yeah, um, like and, adventure lands. Yeah, and, and it's like its own land. It's like so it's not in Disney land. World. No. Well, I think they're going to build a Galaxy's okay. Edge in Disney World eventually. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. And also, um, the First Order sells sweatshirts with Kylo Ren's face on it. That's canon. <laughs> I love that because why not, right? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, I would imagine too is that he's like, just like Vader before him is like a huge like uh, asset to like uh, propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, look at this dude. You know what? Can we talk real quick about the the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, trailer. I love that there's a short part because by the way, it's like really the trailer itself is short. Like yeah, it's just it's snippets, brief. which I yeah. I appreciate. I like that. Just give me just a little taste because I'm coming anyway, right? You know, in fact, you know, but I love that there's that part in the trailer where he's running through the woods and he's just like body slamming a dude. Like he's got a lightsaber in one hand and he grabs someone and it's just like, goosh. And I love that it's like, he's got a lightsaber. He's like, I can still rough you up just the regular way, dude. I know. know? Well, I actually had, I actually asked Brett. I was like, what is he doing? Why doesn't he just use it? Well, Brett pointed out that Kylo Ren's lightsaber has those two parts that go off on the side. And he was like, he probably stabbed him with one of those. Oh, and then lift them over. And then throw them over, yeah. Ooh, Kylo Ren. Let's send some loving kindness (sighs) to Kylo Ren because I feel like he's in a really intense place right now. I mean, all jokes aside, it's easy to call him the bad guy, right? (laughs) Yeah. But we know no one is 100% good or bad. I mean, same was even for Darth Vader, right? Yeah. So let's send Kylo. Are we sending Adam Driver or just Kylo, the character? Let's also send Adam Driver because I think it's probably hard as an actor to mm-hmm. play a villain yeah. in a, because people might get you mixed up with your character yeah. and then be saying things to you in real life like, what's wrong with you? Why'd you kill that whole planet? <laughs> and he's like, ma'am, it was just a movie. Also, um, Adam Driver, uh, as we all know, was shirtless. He had a shirtless scene mm-hmm. in The uh, the Last I Jedi. I think about it every morning. <laughs> as do I, I think sir. about it every morning. <laughs> but I guess there were some people who weren't liking it and they were like body shaking You know what? I, that really that's got to be hard, right? It's got to be, be hard. Okay, let's like, send... He's worked real hard on his body, and like, let's just send well, some kind also, of kind of I say real quick, body, body shaming. Just, it's just a body, you guys. Well, also, people body shaming hurts everyone, it right? Really does. Regardless of your gender or anything about you, like it just like it's it's foolish to think that like only women can be hurt by that, yeah. right? Men, men can be too. Men can definitely you know? be hurt by that. I will prove it by taking my shirt off now in this life, right? Okay. Are we sending some loving Let's thoughts? Let's send some loving, kind thoughts to Adam Driver and Kylo Ren. There it is. There we go. I think he can feel that. From, uh, like, right now. Right? Somewhere like, in the galaxy. I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> He's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> Eric, what's something that you've been loving the past fortnight? I reached over for listeners and I grabbed a book called Ooh. The Library of Ever. Have you ever read this book before? I haven't. It looks really cool. Okay. It's by uh, uh, an author named Zeno Alexander. Um, so it's actually a JF, a JF book. So um, for everyone that's not a librarian, <laughs> that just basically means it's a children's chapter book. And I fell in love with it um part of the reason i liked it is because it was a real easy read you know like it probably took me about a day and a half to read um but it's about a young girl um a lot a young girl who finds herself into a uh, uh basically within the walls of her library is another library that has all the knowledge in the universe Whoa. like think of like shelves that go on forever uh her name's lenora and she wants to go on adventures but her nanny always prevents her from going on adventures right and as she goes into this library, uh, she basically becomes employed at the library as uh, like a third, fifth assistant librarian. And she's stationed at one of the desks and she ends up going on because this library uh, serves patrons of all kinds from Earth and from other planets and from other time periods and robots and talking plants and all kinds of crazy stuff. And the library itself is like almost like think of like a like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, but for okay. libraries, but also combined with um, Coruscant. <laughs> uh, like, like the from, Jedi library. Yeah, like it's just like 
this massive library that has everything. Like, so her first desk is basically the calendars area that just has calendars everywhere, and they have some very important uh, uh, things that she has to solve. But the thing I love about it is patrons come to her with problems, and so if a patron walks up to your desk, Tess, what do you say? I say, uh, is there anything I can help you with today? Exactly, yeah. May, may I help you? Uh, you know, what can I help you with? Well, she gets questions from all around the world, you know, and, and, and she gets questions that have all kinds of problems. But what I love about it is I find that a lot of books that focus on librarians and like uh, uh, like what librarians can do tend to focus on like their intelligence, right? Like librarians have all the answers, right? We've seen all the books, so we know everything. So uh, uh, here's your answer in like one sentence or something. But Lonora is a young 11-year-old girl who doesn't have all the answers. But the way she solves them all from from the simplest problems to like more complex ones is by basically doing killer reference interviews, which I think is amazing. The, uh, so if you're not familiar guys, reference interviews, basically what we call the process of asking questions to figure out an answer that's suitable for the patron. And she'll like one time she ends up on a planet where the sky has a flashing arrow, uh, error signal, like a flashing error, error. And at one time there used to be a giant calendar up on the sky and now it doesn't work anymore. Right now, Tess, have you ever been asked by a patron, can you help me with this computer thing that you have no clue how to do? Yeah. All the time, right? Yeah. I usually say, I'll try. Thank you. <laughs> and what she does, and there's like probably like, I don't know, five or six major problems that she helps patrons with. What she does is through a series of asking, essentially, is it plugged in yet? Or what should it be doing? Or how would you do that? She usually finds the answer, which I like really love because you That's know what we this. do the, every day. The, the, <laughs> The part of being a librarian isn't that we know the answer, is that we'll try to help you find the answer. And usually it's like that weird, I don't want to say like comments has been asking questions of people who have the answers to have them know their own answers. Well, you know? like kind of the classic example I think of is if someone comes up and they say, like, I need books about dogs. And then you say, well, can you tell me some more information about yeah, that? And yeah. then they'll say, oh, well, we just got a puppy. It's a golden retriever. And I need to know, like... What are some good ways to potty train it? And then now I have like so much of a better idea Thank of you. how I can actually help you. I could just take you to the section of books about dogs, but that probably wouldn't help you as much. Yeah. And that's part of what librarians do. Yeah. I was just like really loving the fact that like uh, uh, Mr. Zeno Alexander like gets it. Like he gets like what we do because it's like it's always like no matter how ridiculous the question is like if it's if it's i, I don't know sometimes like, we get some yeah ones. like no matter what it is like she'll help you figure it out and it's usually not through like any innate knowledge that she has but it's through probably a knowledge of what the library offers right what section of this magical library we can go to and also um her helping them find it you know you, and asking the right questions do you eric really quick do you have like a favorite reference question that you've ever helped someone oh with? in real life yeah Ooh. like at your library um i'll tell you one that i if have. you have one yeah go because i don't know if i have a favorite i have one two top favorites my one of them was uh, somebody came up and they said i need um information about clowns and also the fear of clowns, and also overcoming your fear of clowns. <laughs> Which hopefully that guy got what he needed. Was he dressed as a clown when he said it? Uh, no, no. <laughs> this person, I, I'm guessing, I'm inferring from his question that he had a problem with clowns and mm. needed to desensitize himself from his problem with clowns, which is admirable. And then one time I had a, a customer ask me some very complex questions about quantum physics. Okay. And um, I helped him find as best as I could what he needed. And then he, real quick, right before he left, he said, great, this is this is um, very helpful. I'm building a time machine. <laughs> and then he left. <laughs> I wonder if he did it. He, well. <laughs> He's still working on it. I, you know what? Real quick. And she, I think we should send some loving kindness thoughts to this guy real, real quick. Let's send loving kindness to both of them, the clown yeah. guy and the time machine and guy. You know what? What if they were the same person? They weren't, but that would be an interesting universe <laughs> okay, that we lived go. in. I hope they're doing okay. Uh, so, um, The Library of Ever by Zeno Alexander is a stuff I'm loving. Excellent, excellent. The, um, the other stuff that I was loving this past fortnight is uh, Brett and I went on a hike. It was Very really nice. nice. We went on a hike through uh, Calvert Cliff State mm. Park. Beautiful. Um, yeah, we went with uh, a friend of 
his from his workplace. I mentioned to you earlier, Brett's working on a, a, a project at work where he needs to collect uh, video footage of the region in order to create basically like a recruitment video mm-hmm. at his place of work. And, um, like the recruitment videos they make for the First Order. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Brett is so Kylo Ren. It's like, it's like I can see it. I can he see actually it. Is. But um, he, uh, so he's been recording this footage. And uh, unfortunately, also as we were discussing, like when at, at his at his company, when they task you with a new uh, a new task, they don't take any of your other tasks away. You just need to find a place to do it. So he's been doing it on weekends. Um, but it was really nice last weekend. He wanted to get some footage of the park and the beach. You like take a hike to like a beach area, and he wanted some. Um, it's a nice area. Yeah, really he wanted pretty. some footage of the. Um, I guess it's the river, the Patuxent River. I think is what you see there. Sure. And uh, <laughs> it's the river or the bay. It's not the ocean. But anyways, you see some body of water there, and he wanted footage of that. So we got to take a nice hike, and I got to see some wildlife. You can see a snake and a turtle. I didn't see any beavers, but I saw where some beavers had built a dam, which was pretty oh, cool. Damn girl. Damn, damn girl. girl. Damn beavers. Damn um. beavers. You're working hard today. <laughs> um, and it was just really nice. It was. Uh, I like uh, walking through the woods with uh, with my husband. It was really just really nice cool. i would encourage anybody listening to just take a walk outside i know it's kind of warm this time of year in many places that our listeners are probably listening to us from but um maybe early in the morning you know just set out and just see what kind of uh, animals you can see yeah. and and uh what sounds you can hear and oh, take a look at those plants I love this. I think you're right. Like now it, we're kind of like getting to warmer weather, right? Especially we if you live in Maryland. We might be, li- is anyone listening from Antarctica? It's probably. Well, are there any penguins? Are there any penguins listening? <laughs> the uh, Lenora actually helps a bunch of penguins in the book too. Like it's a really cute. It's just a great book. But um, I was going to say like one thing, cause I don't like to be too hot. Yeah. Right? I, I get sweaty real easy. I think about 90% of my body's covered in very thick body hair. <laughs> I'm not made for this weather. But one thing I will say, this is advice that works for me, is if you go outside um, and you go for a walk um, and you know it's going to be hot out, just know that you will be sweaty, right? Yeah. It's going to have it's, – it's, 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 it's how your body reacts to the way it is hot. And, and that's you, okay. If you didn't sweat, you would, like, pass out and get yeah. hurt. Um, just acknowledge that you know you're going to be sweaty and that you're probably going to be uncomfortable based on, like, what you what your levels of comfort mm-hmm. are and that it's temporary, yeah. right? You will go outside – You'll get sweaty. You'll have sweat on your back, right? You'll have sweat everywhere. It's not going to feel great. But the results of walking will feel good. And then you'll go inside. And luckily, most of us have access to a shower. You just take a shower when you're done, you know? Um, And that's something I keep in mind because it's easy for me to be like, it's too hot. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) And then that's not good for your body. Right. Yeah. It is. It is. It did feel good to take a nice long walk. And then afterwards, we ate a nice lunch and like refueled our bodies. Make sure when you go out that you bring water. That's I good want advice. you to stay hydrated, all my friends. This is a, we got a lot of tips today. Here's another <laughs> tip. If you ever want to know how to take care of yourself, imagine how you would take care of your child. Yeah. Like with Freya, I'm always looking, okay, has she had any vegetables? Has she had any fruit? Has she you know, when she goes outside, right. does she need does suntan she, lotion? Does she need, does she need lotion? water? Yeah. I often don't ask those same questions of myself. What's right? some bug spray? You exactly. don't want to get her bit by a mosquito. A lot, a lot of time I won't put bug spray on or suntan. I won't think of that first, but I'll always think of it when it comes to my daughter. So just always think of what you would do to keep your child safe and just do that for yourself. Yeah. Take care <laughs> of yourselves, guys. Yeah. But anyways, taking a hike. Uh, was one of the stuff that I was loving this past fortnight. You know what? I actually, I love, uh, uh, so we often talk about like movies or books yeah, or something yeah. like that, but I got another one that doesn't involve any of those things. Oh, yeah? Our Wildwood, uh, where in, in kind of the neighborhood that I live at, our local pool has opened up just, I think just two weeks ago, and I've been enjoying swimming with my baby girl. Yeah? So, yeah. Is she good at swimming? She, so she wears like a little floater vest. Okay. But she just, you plop her in she there. She likes it. And she's fine. And she's at the yeah. age, too. Like, when she was little, you kind of have to be like right up on her, like either holding her or making right. sure she won't flip over. Right. And now she's like really good. Like, she'll just, she kind of knows kicking her feet, and she likes to play kind of in the shallow areas, but she loves the pool water. 
and she loves swimming and, and the pool down there like our community pool is like really nice i it love it really like nice. there's like yeah. three that are just like for like kiddos you know that are kind of shallow oh, wow. I didn't with, like, even floating know that. have you been there before <laughs> really terrible i've lived in that neighborhood for years and years and, I've and you've never, never been have, do you have access to the pool or yes i do <laughs> just you're, never you're got... probably paying for access to the pool you right know, this is it's i i am i'm most definitely paying no, no for judging i'm just saying that pool. water feels good girl. yeah i know i think um a lot of people probably share this in common with me but uh i don't like the way my body looks in the mm. swimsuit and so i probably like usually avoid situations in which I have to go uh in a swimsuit yeah. to something and so um uh I, sh- I just haven't made it out to that pool just because I'm like mm, do I want you to? know what Maybe well not. here's the deal so real quick and this isn't the let's talk about Eric's body hair cast but anyway when I first started dating Amanda you know you get a little nervous first time you like yeah. take your clothes off your shirt off in front of your your girlfriend or significant other and I was more nervous about like my weight because I was a heavy guy uh-huh. I never knew I should have been nervous. About your hair. <laughs> Thank you. And like, I didn't even know until like later I realized like that because you only know what you know of your right. body. I didn't know it wasn't normal. I thought all guys were <laughs> serious. <laughs> I was. So anyway, all, all that to say is like you go to the pool, like there's things I'm nervous about too. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm tired of people tranquilizing me thinking that a bear got loose at the public <laughs> pool. I'm tired of it. I've gotten used to the tranquilizers though, you know? <laughs> Um, but anyway, the uh, we love the pool area since it opened up like that first week, and I think we went every night. I love how close we are because usually if we go to a pool, it's like a day trip. Yeah. And with the kid, that's tough because you know they might just want to swim for thirty minutes maybe, yes. and then they're done. Like you yeah. know, too much sun and stuff like that. So we're able to just like after work, I pack Freya up, we go swimming, and then we come back home. Yeah. You know, and 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 she loves it. I love it. She's now at an age that if I want, I can kind of like, I mean, I still have eyes on her, but I'm like sitting in the pool yes. and I don't need to be up on her and, uh, just be kind of supervising. her. Yeah. It's just, it's just really nice. And, um, anyway, uh, going to the pool with my baby girl when the weather's real hot is the stuff that I've been loving I love lately. It. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric, should we talk about some tales from the library? <laughs> Tales from the library, tales from the library, read some books, read some books. We also have online resources. getting new music one day right yeah, yeah. I, I believe your um timeline for that was episode 50 which is our, do you know what episode next, we're on now right our, we're on episode 49 right now <laughs> well the next episode i don't know we'll probably still have the same music but <laughs> i don't know if we can pull it together. i was actually thinking mm-hmm. of paying a songwriter to write us a theme song whoa yeah can, is that a thing that is that a service that songwriters offer do we have any if we have any songwriters listening i think that's a if you write songs don't people pay you to write songs i mean hypothetically like yeah. what's a good song <laughs> what's a good song like born uh, this way by lady gaga well i liked him maybe she, did she write it maybe not maybe not but someone Who wrote, wrote it born for this her way? and she probably she... paid them yeah so we should get that person right <laughs> that's a good song actually it. it's really good um since you went first do you want me to go first with my tale um you went first for the stuff sir you said you said your tale is so good it is really good let me get it out of my system go i think you're really gonna like it this was another out-of-body experience with when this was happening to me i was like eric's really gonna like this uh, I went to career day. I thought you were going to say back to Korea. <laughs> like when said, I, went, I went back to Korea. I didn't go back to Korea. <laughs> for listeners, I did. I lived briefly in Korea for a few years. Um, but no, I went to career day at a local elementary school. Mm-hmm. And um, I was speaking to some very young children, like, 
probably younger than would actually be interested in my career. Okay. And so I was spending the time mainly to kind of big up our summer reading program. Cool. So I was... Ah, that's smart. Like, hey, I'm here to talk about my career, but actually, kiddos... Yeah. And I brought, I brought like my ukulele and I brought a, like a puppet and I brought a storybook. So I was like, in case I have some really like young kids who aren't interested in what I'm saying, I'll just pull out one of these things and like go with it. Um, but uh, luckily the kids were pretty tuned into what I was saying, but I was talking about our summer reading program and um, Eric, I mentioned to the, to the kids that we would be having a mindfulness program this summer and the kids were like what's that and i said have you ever have you guys ever done like meditation and some of them were like oh yeah i've done that and some of the kids were like i don't know what that is and then i said does everyone want to just do a meditation right now you are blowing my mind what uh age group is this class (laughs) they were first grade oh that's perfect age and i said i said does everyone want to do it and they were to my surprise they were all like yeah let's do it and i said okay and it's funny because, Eric, I have, like, no experience leading a meditation. You would have probably been like, all right, I know exactly what to do. But I was just winging it because I was like, okay, these kids really want to experience it. And so I was like, all right, well, maybe let's turn out, like, one of the lights in the back. So we turned out one this of the lights. This is so great. Teacher's in the room, and they're like, okay, this is what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, the teacher got really excited. Yeah. I think she maybe, like, practices meditation. Yeah, you give her, like, a little wink. Like, uh-huh, she she uh-huh. actually, like, pulled out her phone, like, so she could take some photos of the kids. Because she was so, she was real, she was like, oh, my God, we're doing this. We're doing, I'm turning on a light. So she turned on a light. And, oh, my um, God. And uh, I said, I said, everybody, um, you know, sit, uh, find a way that you feel real comfortable just sitting because we're all sitting on the floor. I was like, you could be crisscross applesauce or you could just sit anywhere that you feel comfortable. So the kids kind of adjusted themselves yeah, yeah. so they could feel comfortable. And then I said, we're going to do some deep breathing. We're going to, because breathing is very important. Mm-hmm. I was like, so let's take a deep breath in. Let's hold it. And out. How does that feel? And the kids are like, oh, that feels good. And I was like, okay, let's do that for a little while. And I said, and how about we do just like 10 seconds of just silent, relaxing and breathing? I said, because sometimes it's hard to to do a meditation. You want to do 10 seconds? And they were like, okay. I said, I'll tell you when it's up. I was like, okay, if you want, you can close your eyes and let's go. And so we did 10 seconds of the kids were silent. A lot of them had their eyes closed. A lot of them were doing kind of the classic, like, ohm pose. A lot of kids like, I notice do that because I think they see it in movies. Yeah. And stuff, which, you know, it's funny. It doesn't hurt to do that. But, like, Jonathan Faust has told us, you don't get bonus points. <laughs> like, you don't get bonus, like, karma points for doing that. You can do it if you want. It doesn't hurt anything. Yeah, yeah some yeah. of the kids were doing that. Some of the kids were just kind of sitting. That is so cute. Um, And then, so when the 10 seconds were up, I was like, okay. And that, that was 10 seconds. How did that feel? And the kids, some of them were like, Oh, that was very relaxing. And one kid, one kid said, he's like, I felt like I was transported to a different place. Oh my goodness! And I was like, that's um, that's really advanced. Yeah. I think for meditation, I was like, I think. Did this- you find the what, let me think, the fifteenth Dalai Lama just then? <laughs> I, said, I said, I think that's a very advanced, you know, state for a uh, meditative state. I said, you should feel really proud of yourself. And he was like, thank you. And then, you know what the kids said next? What? Can we do it again? That's awesome. Yeah, can yes. we do can we do another 10 seconds? And I was like, of course we can. And then I was thinking to myself, I'm supposed to be talking about my career. That's okay. But that's fine. We can do. Teacher wasn't complaining, right? No, she was into it. So we did we did another um, 10 seconds and the kids loved it. Yeah, so I just I just thought that you were really going to like that. It's not to go full Jeff Goldblum, but like if the way we perceive the world around us is makes our world, that kid was transported somewhere else. He went somewhere else when he calmed down and slowed yeah. down, right? Yeah, I, I read a article somewhat recently about a school that had implemented Instead of like in school suspension or like detention, they they had like a room that the kids would go to and meditate. That's and awesome. they said that statistically the number of incidents that occurred that would lead to that lessened a lot because I guess the kids had time to, to think and relax and reevaluate how they behaved and 
um, how they affect other people in their sphere. And uh, when you slow down, you start to see the world not just through your own eyeballs, yeah. right? You start to see like what you. We actually, what, what were we just talking? Oh, earlier when we were talking about, um, uh, it was almost a joke, but watch or something and then hold a mirror up so you watch your own reaction <laughs> yeah. like it was a joke. But really, if you see yourself through someone else's eyes, then you can see what you're doing to other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's good or bad, you know? we had, I talked about it in the last cast. Like, I looked at myself, not intentionally, but through my wife's eyes. And I was, like, I was, like, astounded by the things I was doing. And, like, if I saw anyone else doing the things I do, I'd be, like, that's, like, the best person. That's a super person. That's Captain America. It's, like, I would look at myself like I look at Captain America. But, like, day to day, you don't because you're looking out of your eyes, right? You don't yeah. look, yeah. That's a... My tail is real wimpy compared to your tail. Oh, no, no. I bet it's really uh, well, good. Uh, it's, it's a short one. It's, I, I had <laughs> two, um, but just because that was so good, I just do my real short one. Um, this is actually, <laughs> uh, I'm in the hallway, and a little girl walks into the girl's bathroom with her mom and goes, Mom, they have a sink. <laughs> and the mom goes, yeah, yeah, they do. She goes, Mom, they got two sinks. <laughs> That's the end of that story. I, I just, it, I just thought it was like because she was like so amazed that we had a sink. I like that. I love that. You know, <laughs> to be excited about something that we take for granted. I mean, that's a good point. I love that. Freya loves washing her hands. Like but washing her hands is fun to her. Not just one sink, but two sinks. We're rich. Eric. Well, We've got two know, sinks. I've been thinking about it. Like we should advertise. By the way, we got sinks. <laughs> You guys want to come to the library? Want to wash your hands? We got some sinks. You guys want to wash your hands? <laughs> that little girl, she was uh, she was onto something. I like that. I love the enthusiasm. I'm so excited about you leading that little meditation. <laughs> yeah. It's like 30 seconds, right? We did yeah. use a clock around, on the wall. Like or around 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah. I counted in my head. So I wasn't really yeah. meditating. I was just sort of like mediating. Well, for you the were kids. guiding it. Yeah, hey, I was. Congratulations on your first guiding a meditation Thanks. that's really good i didn't good. even know i was gonna do that yeah, that day yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, you know uh when the when the uh the moment calls for it you've just got to step up do you um did you use and this isn't a bad thing but did you slip into like yoga voice do you know what i mean i may have yeah it, it happens and that's okay because the yoga, voice, the yoga voice isn't bad it's just like a more calming like i'm talking <laughs> like this now but if i was leading a meditation i'd probably speak like i'd probably talk something like this right <laughs> and just like just like Mr. Jonathan, I would probably put in a few pauses every once in a while. And I would probably have some pauses where I would just kind of like stop and like smile at people. <laughs> but that's not a bad thing. It just comes with the territory. Phenomenal tales. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Do you have a life lesson for us? I, I do. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did. That's great. Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> maybe we can get like T Pain to sing life lessons for us next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll get celebrities to sing. Oh, our, wow. Just because they're real short, right? Yeah. I'm like, hey, I don't know why T Pain was the first one I thought of. <laughs> I don't know what to but like someone else, like who would be like the artist that you would want to record one of our segments? Like they're just like, what are they? Like 10 minute segment yeah, music, right? Uh-huh. What would be the artist? Mm, um, What's that band that you like that that they're like Vikings or something? Amana Mari? Yeah. Yeah. They do like a cool. hard rock run, right? Like, yes. They go, yeah, that would be neat. They go, life lessons. Or, I don't know if that's what they sound like. You could probably do their voice better than me. No, that's about what they Is sound that like. Life yeah. lessons. They've got a really gruff voice and. And actually, a fun activity if you uh, if you ever want to listen to some Amana Marth, you can um, you can pretend that Cookie Monster is singing. <laughs> Do they sound like Cookie Monster? Sort of sound a little bit like Cookie Monster. Maybe you know in what? The we'll, best way we'll put a pen in this idea. I like it. I think it's. Or could we have listeners send in an email and a voice clip of them singing one of our segments? Uh, that would be cool. If we have any listeners that have been, li- I mean, they probably know all the words by heart. It's not that hard. <laughs> they could sing their own version, like a cover version oh, of it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your life lesson, Miss Tess? So, Eric, we've been sending a lot of 
love and kindness to um, to people. Like, ooh, the, the bowl is this growing. The bowl is getting the, the bowl getting is real growing. full. Yeah. Um, and it's real easy to send a love, a loving and kind thought to somebody who you love and and want to be kind to, uh-huh. like. Adam Driver and Kylo Ren or um, or probably like a loved one yeah or, or like you know you might send one to your mom or to someone you know is having a hard time and you and you uh, respect and admire this person so you send them a little like loving thought mm-hmm. um, it's it's actually kind of easy to do that if you're like reminding yourself to do it it's pretty easy to do that what's not as easy but I would say just as important is to send love and kindness to people with whom you disagree with. Yes. And um, I just, <laughs> I don't know what this says about me, but over the past, four, it's not really about me, it's basically what it says about me, but over the past fortnight, I had three pretty substantial disagreements with people. Um, uh, moments in which I uh, found myself at odds with another human being and I did not understand why they were having as strong a reaction to what was going on in the moment. And I think when you are in that kind of a situation where someone is kind of unloading on you or unloading about you, um, you can have a moment where you think uh something really bad about yourself you think oh this person doesn't like me maybe i'm a piece of garbage or like maybe i said the wrong thing maybe i did the wrong thing i've made mistakes that led to this moment yeah yeah what can what can i do um and sometimes you're in those moments and and if you really do think about it if you are an introspective person you can realize you did the best that you could in the moment um and if you needed to apologize you hopefully you made those apologies and if the conflict is still not resolved at that point i think all you can do is send love and kindness to that person with whom you're disagreeing and and hope that hope that they can i don't know find some peace in their life because uh i've just been interacting with uh with some people lately who are telling some stories in their head that are more dramatic i think than the reality of the situation and at first the first i think your first impulse is to be like "Ooh, well what can i do to change the situation or well is it my fault somehow um uh or you might even think some negative thoughts about that person why are they making it this way you put up the shield right yeah they attack and you put up the shield exactly like why have they said this about me why are they acting this way what's wrong with them and then maybe you can take the next step and think whatever is wrong with that person uh it's not about you and maybe you might even feel kind of bad for that person those stories if if someone had those kinds of stories running through their head all the time that's probably not a happy content satisfying existence and and Maybe we can just send some love and kindness to each other and uh, and not not, you know, not follow them into that. The thing is, you're right. It's harder to send thoughts of love and kindness and well wishes to someone who may have hurt you felt like, yeah, like they verbally attacked you. Right. Or even I would say someone that you may not even know, but you just know in the world that exists, like on news or something. Um, But. The thing is, when you do it, like, I find, I think the, the first thought is, like, well, why would I do that? Because they don't deserve it. They attack me. Mm-hmm. You don't do it for them, right? I mean, you can in a way, but what it is, by sending them thoughts of loving kindness, or even if you're able to, to forgive them, that's for you, yes. right? Yeah. Like, if you get brought into that anger and them attacking you, like, that hurts you. If you hold resentment for someone else... That doesn't hurt them at all. Yes. They don't know. It's not a thing. And if you do attack them, that will not make you feel better. The only thing that you could do to move forward is to send them love, a spot, uh, uh, thoughts of love and kindness because either everyone on the planet deserves it or no one does. And the answer is everyone does. Every human does, you know? 
I would say every dog and every tree and every bush as well, <laughs> every lizard, every insect. But uh, no, you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, and they often a lot of um, loving kindness meditations or, or meta meditations, which are called. Uh, uh, you often start with someone that you, very close to you that you love, then you work your way down to someone who you don't know that well at all, like a grocery store clerk or something, mm-hmm. and then you eventually end with someone that you you've had issues with or you you outright feel like you dislike and in some of them sometimes this is even harder than sending thoughts of love to someone else that you dislike but then you end with sending thoughts to yourself too because just like i mentioned a lot of times if i go outside i'm not going to always remember to send bug spray on myself or suntan lotion and you often think of taking care of other people but it's equally important to send it to yourself you know and that's why that's why we got this bowl over here and we tell people it's perfectly fine to say, may I, a simple example, may I be at peace today? Yeah. May I have a good day? You know, may I not think ill thoughts of myself and today? And the more you practice it, you'll find that it actually, like, warps your worldview for the better. I would, I would argue there's a person in my life who I've consistently had issues with, and I've started making a practice that every time I think of this person, I stop myself from thinking, why am I acting like that? What and, and instead say, you know what, I, I hope that this person is at peace. I hope this person's having a good day. I don't really want bad things to happen to this person, do I? I'm not that kind of person. I don't really feel that what way. What would that do? Yeah. If, they, if bad things happen, it doesn't change the interactions you guys have had at all. And, and I've noticed that over like the past, like let's say, year or so that I've been doing this, I actually found that like, I feel more at peace and I feel more prepared to deal with this person when I have to, quote unquote, deal with them, when I have to interact with them. When I do, shouldn't say have to, when I do interact with this person, I find myself more emotionally prepared and more, uh, uh, less, uh, less upset. And that's, that's great. And I actually just started to look at the person in a different way and think about, um, you know like you said seeing the seeing the world from their point of view exactly and anyways that's the life lesson i learned and i would challenge our listeners that if you can find it within yourself maybe try to send a loving kindness to someone who you you've been having a disagreement with with lately and try to think about what their life is like and to send someone a thought of kindness doesn't mean that you have to agree with them. Mm-hmm. You can still disagree with someone's position or not see exactly where they're coming from and still respect them as a human being and wish them well. You know, they, they don't have to be complete opposites, you know, whether it's someone in your life, a family member or someone at work, or even someone on the opposite side of the political spectrum, you can still wish someone good well and still disagree with them. And that's yes. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent life lesson. Thanks, Eric. Hey, Hey. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. You, you ready for a potty? Oh, <laughs> I don't remember what mix I've got. I think I've got like a chill mix. That's okay. Ooh, you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, well, we've got a lot of stuff going on in the background yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, if we have any new listeners, the Positivity Party is how we like to wrap up each of our episodes by taking a moment, thinking about stuff that we love about ourselves and uh, stuff that we're very thankful for. Um, do you have something that you're thankful for right now, Miss Hess? Oh, you wrote it down. I do. Oh, you checking I your do. phone. <laughs> I always take notes. We've talked about this before. Sometimes it's hard to think about things that you like about yourself. And um, sometimes, like the sinks, sometimes you take for granted things that you should be really grateful for. So I like to keep notes about things that I'm grateful for and things that I like about myself because it makes me feel good in the moment when I write them down and then I get to revisit them later Very with nice. you. <laughs> and I don't have to look around the room going, uh, I do. <laughs> um, one thing I'm grateful for is that um, uh, legacy listeners will know that uh, I am living with a chronic pain disorder and um, I am really grateful for the fact that it's not worse than it is. Like, I, 
I, I, I mean, I've been told by my neurologist that I have a very high tolerance for pain. <laughs> and I think that, like, I could very easily be like, it's very easy to fall into, like, a depression. Um, but I try to keep things in perspective. And I try to remember that not everyone has a great uh, emotional support system like I do. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has access to healthcare with possible, like, preventative uh medicines that you could take like i do so i just try to keep things in perspective and feel really grateful that even though i'm uncomfortable a lot of the time in my body um at least it's not worse like at least i'm not like i don't know alone in the world and i'm not like stuck in bed all day i can't go to work or anything like that and so i just try to keep things in perspective and I'm I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my emotional support system, like my friends and my family who are there for me. And I'm thankful that I get to go to the doctor, even if, you know, answers to my questions are fleeting. Uh, I'm I'm still I'm still grateful that I'm here. You know? Yeah. I'm here, man. I think it's a good one. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> what are you grateful for? Uh, Mr. I'm Eric? thankful that I have some friends like you in my life, Tess. Yeah. Aww, yeah. Thanks, Eric. I uh, when I was at the retreat, I think one of my things that I, I didn't realize I would appreciate this the most is being around like like-minded people. Yeah. You know, and like now like I don't know, I've kind of gotten over it a bit, but if you're sitting on a bench and you want to meditate a little bit, it's easy to kind of be like, oh someone, what are they gonna think of me sitting on this bench with my eyes closed? Because in society you must never close your eyes. <laughs> right? Think about that by the way, yeah. listeners. And I'm just really thankful that uh, not only did just like when I was at the retreat being surrounded by people, but I've got you and our friend Amy and other yeah. people that are like-minded, you know, that I appreciate, you know, that you don't have to like, I don't know, act a different way, you know, or like, guys, men don't cry. <laughs> we only punch things. And like, it's nice to not have to do that, you know? Yeah. When I'm not here, you, you don't know, I'm like punching stuff all the time. I'm <laughs> putting up a face at all times and... You're the only one who ever seen me cry. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, listeners, um, if you would take a moment and think about something that you're very thankful for right now. Nice. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. Eric, what's something you love about yourself? Uh, something I love about myself is like, so today we're recording at the library at, at Charles County. Uh, we're at the C4 thing and... There was a time that I would be probably pretty uncomfortable doing something like this where like people or strangers are coming up to me uh-huh. and asking questions and stuff like that. And uh, one thing I love myself is that I've gotten used to it over time. It helps when you do story time and you're just routinely yeah. <laughs> put in front of like, you know, 50 or so people and you got to do a dance or something. So that helps a little bit. But I love about myself that I uh, figured it out. You know, it's okay. I didn't let it stop me from uh, recording this cast with you and I get to enjoy this event. And a, a lot of other little ways that I got over that that have made my life uh, a lot better than what it was so excellent um something I like about myself is um is really just a a rehash from my life lesson the fact that I am uh, I'm willing to work on myself and Mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of constantly seeking ways that I can improve and ways that I can look at the world in different ways and um so I'm I'm working on sending my loving kindness and i think that uh you know practice makes perfect you just keep practicing well we had talked about this a little well it's it's so funny our conversations mixed together i i can't know which one's the car conversation or which one's <laughs> when we're recording but you know how we talked about like when you send those thoughts of love and kindness like it's like reprogramming your brain yeah so that you automatically start doing that because it feels good to say thank you for something and it feels good to say i love you for something and it hurts to say i wish i had that and it hurts to say that I don't like you, right? Like those things hurt no matter what. And just like you can reprogram your brain by sending those thoughts of love and kindness, in a way, you can also reprogram your brain by, for example, going on social media and only looking at things that say a certain thing. You know, yes. if, you, if you view the same message over and over, whatever it is, and it doesn't matter if it's right of the political spectrum or left or anywhere in there, if you watch that same message over and over, it's going to essentially brainwash you. Yes. You're brainwashing yourself. We all do it from time to time. You've and trapped yourself in an echo chamber. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And what it is, you can rewrite that story um, to be to, something. You have to do it purposefully. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I almost forgot about it. Uh, go ahead and take a moment and think about something that you love about yourselves. 
Very nice. Very nice. I just want to say, uh, Eric and I think some pretty deep thoughts, but you can love anything about yourself. You can love the way your hair looks today. You I can, bet your hair looks great today. You can love uh, <laughs> the fact that you like to eat a lot of mac and cheese. That's pretty good. You're a connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are all acceptable. I think, yeah, sometimes we go real deep, don't we? We do. But there's been a few times I've said I love that my head looks okay bald. That's okay, too, you know? Uh, friends, you've been listening to episode number 49 of the Same Team Y'all podcast. My name's Eric. My name is Tess. And um, remember, Remember, if you'd like to send us an email, that email is at same, oh, excuse me, same team y'all at gmail.com is our email. Yeah, we'd love to hear basically what you're loving, any tells from library, anything at all. We'd love to read it on the cast, get to know our listeners a little bit better. Um, if you happen to have seen us today at C4 and you're listening because you saw our booth, send us an email. We'd like to hear about that. Um, and also remember, if you want to follow us on Twitter, that handle is at same team y'all. Yeah, if Feel- you. Oh. oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if you avoid social media, like it's uh, an angry bat swarming <laughs> your head, uh, that's okay, too. We appreciate that. Um, if you uh, happen to be, uh, however you're listening to us, if there's a way that you could rate and review the mm-hmm. podcast, we would appreciate that, too. And you can uh, rate and review us any way that yeah. you wish. Not that we do it for the ratings, but it will be nice to hear from you. It's nice to hear from you. Yeah, we always encourage our listeners um, it'd be nice to get five stars, but always rate with your heart, you know? Um, friends, thank you so much for listening. Um, we hope that you have a great day. That's my sign-off. I forgot. You say, uh, we love you. Oh, thank you. Here, I for- I'll do it. I'll you, do it and you can do I mine. Do it? Okay. okay, ready? We love you. Not in a creepy way. Maybe in a creepy way. <laughs> That is what I always say. I always, I should stop saying maybe in a creepy way. It's definitely not in a creepy way. Never in a creepy way. It's in a pure and wholesome way. We love you.